Welcome to the LifePurpose.com podcast. The number one podcast in the entire cosmos for empowering and inspiring you to live your life's purpose. My name is Hema Allman. And I'm Gabriel Sarah. And today's episode is about the path to 10xing your life's purpose. On our walk through the forest yesterday, you said something that was incredibly spot on with something that Robert Kiyosaki had mentioned in one of their books called Cash Flow Quadrant about wealth. Do you remember what your words were that you said? I believe I said time equals wealth. You said wealth is time. That's exactly right. And why did you say that? It came to me like an epiphany on our walk yesterday enjoying the time to be with you and mama our dog on a sunday afternoon having the time and the freedom to do as we please to spend time in nature free of concern free of worries while we have someone clean our apartment for five six hours the cleaning lady was in our apartment cleaning everything and we had the time to spend time together, quality time. And these were some realizations I had during our walk. And then it came to me, wow, being wealthy means to have the time to do as you please. We only have a certain amount of time in our life. And the older I get in years time on this planet, the more it is my heart's desire to spend my time as I choose to, and as I please and as I wish. Therefore, I said, wealth equals time. And I think that's really important to highlight that wealth is time, especially considering that we're encouraging our listeners, the big ones, to fulfill their big mission here on earth. And we've spoken about this before. I'm also writing a lot of content for the the blog part of the website for lifepurpose.com where I am acknowledging that our purpose from what I have observed through my own experiences and from research and my, and my doctorate, our purpose is strongly linked and correlated to service and to fulfilling whatever it is that God put us here to do. And to be human in a world filled with distractions, having a job, having something that is unsatisfying to you, having a business that makes you feel miserable, that you dread to work at, any endeavor that you do, any energy that you put your focus on, any time that you spend doing that is not in alignment with the purpose of why you as a soul, as a spirit, as a consciousness is here on earth is a complete waste of time. It is a complete waste of time. And our job, our main priority, if we are to be the big ones and fulfill our big mission, our priority must be to fulfill our purpose and only that and not get distracted by noise. And when I say noise, not get distracted and wrapped up in 
lower level thinking, poverty mindset, poor environments, poor people, poor habits, poor actions, but to execute and fulfill our purpose in a way that leverages the precious time that we have on planet earth while we are alive. So what I mean by leveraging our time is to do things that are in our zone of genius and nothing else. In the last podcast episode, I had talked about the 10X concept and I'd also mentioned in the, the blog post version of that podcast recording that we did last week that several years ago, I came across the 10X rule or the 10X concept that uh, Grant Cardone, a successful entrepreneur and YouTuber had shared. He wrote a book on it. He has a planner. I got the planner. I already read the book some time ago, a couple of years back. And then over December, around sometime in December of last year, 2023, I found another book on Audible called 10X is Easier Than 2X by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And basically the idea of leveraging our time and why that's so important, why I'm bringing up leveraging your time correctly and wisely is so important is because just like you had said, as you're getting older, you're probably your desire for doing things is diminishing. Probably your energy and your enthusiasm to to work and to to do these things is diminishing. So is mine. And I would imagine that by the time that you're 60, 70 years old, you probably want to be as really efficient and mindful of your time as possible. Because if you only have another 20 years left in the tank, if at that, then who knows how much time you have left, right? So you want to make sure you maximize that time. So going 10x, as I talked about last week, and as I had been listening to and reading about and really thinking about and reflecting on is, Going 10x is to maximize our purpose in the most meaningful and uh, best way possible for us to make our contribution to the highest level that we can. And in the process, doing only the things that we are supposed to be doing and not get wrapped up in the intricacies or in the minute details of the things that diminish our focus and diminish our use of time, okay? So to put this in a real example, sometime last year, later last year, maybe around quarter three or quarter four of 2023, last year, you started to interview people for the LifePurpose.com podcast. In that entire sequence, in that whole entire like chain of creating an actual interview, you started to then see the process because you've had to do it yourself. You started to see the process of what is, what is it is required to create one piece of content. You not only have to research the people that you want to interview on the LifePurpose.com podcast and resonate with their message, you got to email them, reach out to them, get a response back, coordinate with them. You've got to schedule everything, make sure that they sign the documentation that they need to sign, the clearance that you need to get legally to protect yourself, to hold the rights to the content, on top of which then you have to come up with the questions. You got to go through this whole process. So you have to do pre-work, 
then you have to do the actual interviewing process and then you have to do the post work. And the post work involves the editing of the content, producing it, writing descriptions, promoting it, advertising it. It's a whole process, as you have seen. And it takes a lot of my time. And it takes a lot of your time. Now, if you were to continue doing this process all by yourself because you may have this perfectionist idea that only you can do it, you are hindering and limiting and not leveraging your time wisely versus if you had a team of people in their zone of genius that could take over and handle each part of the interviewing process that is not in your zone of genius, you would be far more efficient and you would leverage your time far better and you would be doing it in a 10x way. A hundred percent. But what is required to get people do that for you? It comes back down to having the resources and money. And that is a subject that may hinder a lot of people from applying that principle. Yes. And just to share a little bit of my backstory is I grew up with a single mom in Brooklyn, New York, and we were very poor. Okay. So I remember times where I'd get laughed at by kids for not having the cool clothes, couldn't afford sometimes food to eat many times had many times where the lights would go out and it was not such a pleasant time eventually we would be homeless and so i've had these experiences of seeing firsthand how powerful money is and then you know in the future and later on in life going to college uh on scholarship and then seeing how how some kids are like really rich like their parents are really they did very well and you know, those kids got to then benefit to them working with clients that are super successful financially. I got to see how important money is. Fast forward to what we're doing here right now. We are at a stage where if we want to grow lifepurpose.com and manifest the big vision that God shared with us, that God gifted us of what lifepurpose.com could be, what is the thing that is preventing us? Some could say, well, it's your psychology. For us, we say it is our financial resources, okay? And the reason why this is so important is because with the financial resources, we have the ability to outsource a team, to hire a team of people that can do the things that is time-consuming, that is not in our zone of genius, and that frees up our time to work on the things that we need to work on for lifepurpose.com. So in this entire process of building lifepurpose.com as a business, I'm sharing this story with you today, big ones, because I believe that this is strongly connected to our experiences from the past, our beliefs about money, our beliefs about how hard it is to get money or how easy it is to get money, maybe our mindset in terms of like abundance and scarcity. Some have called this the abundance mindset or the scarcity mindset. What kind of mindset are we living in? What kind of way of operating are we coming from when it comes to our purpose? 
And when it comes to 10xing our purpose, lifepurpose.com, for him and myself, for us, we see that the thing that we need to focus on is to gather financial resources, whether that's our financial resources or other people's financial resources. We still need financial resources to get everything all together to then create and really finish building out this system that we've been working on for the last three or four years. For anyone saying that money is not important at this stage where we are on this planet and with human consciousness, anyone who is saying money is not important, I believe it's a huge lie. As we were going through the forest, we came to the realization that everything that we see in this life has its foundation based on money. We were walking through the forest and I was saying to Gabriel, even the forest has its foundation based on money. People taking care of the forest. These people need to get paid. And everything that you see, whether it's your shoes or it's your apartment or it's a plant or it's your clothes or it's your backpack. The environment that you're in. The environment that you're in, like literally everything on this planet is somehow tethered to money. Like, let's not lie about this. Let's not be delusional about this. It is a fact. I mean, if you know otherwise, then please let me know. But I, I, would, I agree with you 100%. And I would actually look into this a little bit deeper and ask myself, what is it that we're actually seeing with money? And this goes back to the Robert Kiyosaki book that I had uh, listened to a few, like a month or so ago, just around the time that we went on break or just before we finished, we went on break. And in that book, Robert Kiyosaki had mentioned that money is it's more mental than it is physical. It's not what we see. It's what we think in our mind. And I think there's also a huge misclassification of money, especially now at this stage, now that I know the difference between money and currency. So if you think about the fiat currency system, the euro, the dollar, the yen, the pound, that is fiat currency. And there's a huge distinction between currency and actual money. There's three properties of money uh, that make money what it is. It has to be a unit of account, uh, a store of value, and uh, a unit of exchange, okay? Cash is not a store of value. In the United States, okay, Cash, the dollar, was once backed by gold. So it was actually like a valid currency. But when I believe Franklin or the one of the Roosevelt uh, presidents, they had put a ban on American citizens having gold. Okay, and if you guys don't believe me, research this stuff. It's There's a lot of documentation on this. But there was a time where gold was illegal for American citizens to own. And so American citizens sold their gold huh. to the United States government. It's just like with the Bitcoin now. It's just like with Bitcoin right now. Exactly. And that's why I tell you that should be our priority. We need to collect all the digital gold and silver, the Bitcoin and the Ethereum that we can. That's our game that we need to focus on because of the power of the blockchain. But be that as it may, once the gold, once gold was taken off, uh, was not no longer tethered to the dollar, the dollar became worthless in essence. It became backed by 
debt and the, the promise basically that American citizens would pay back the debt. So basically we would be like debt slaves, right? Now, how does that apply to money? How does that apply to wealth? How does that apply to time? Well, think about this. If, if a majority of the Western world, every citizen is spending 40 hours a week on average, right? That's, that's the standard. If you work a full-time job, right? Air quotes. If you work a full-time job, you're working at least 40 hours a week. The system overall, from what I've observed, when you are an employee, when you're operating on the left side of the cash flow quadrant and you're an employee, you're working for a company and you're getting taxed, you're getting taxed at least 40% of your wages. If your income is capped, if your salary is capped and you do not have the power within your means to increase your salary or to, to work on a commission basis or to, you feel, let's say you don't have any control over how much you get paid and this is basically it and it's fixed. And the best that you can do is hope for an 8%, 10% raise at best annually. You're in a very terrible position because you are still trading your time for money. And you had said, wow, wealth is time as we were walking through the forest. And the way you said it, though, was like you really understood that on a, like a deep soul level that wealth is time. Because when you have the time, when you have your time back, if you get those 40 hours back to not have to show up to a job, right? And let's not even uh, forget to mention, you probably have to wake up two or three hours before you actually go to the job. Right? You got your morning routine, you got to wake up, get showered so you don't stink and you know your boss doesn't fire you for smelling bad or whatever. And then you got another two or three hours after that so you can cook dinner and then watch TV to numb yourself so that you can get to bed somehow so that you can just tolerate going another day to work a job. And you do this over and over and over again. If you get all that time back, what does that allow you to do? That gives you a level of wealth that is uncomparable. It also gives you back your energy. It gives you back your energy, right? And so what is money? If we think about currency, if we think about the, the movement of, of money exchanging hands, that's a form of energy. So what are we really seeing? It's energy. And what is energy without thought? So one could then say and basically come to the conclusion that if we can get our time back and we can focus our time through our thoughts, we can then redirect the energy of our reality to whatever we choose it to be. We can have the power to influence something greater for ourselves, for our life, for, for the lives of our loved ones and those about us. When our thoughts are focused and not distracted. By doing in the outer world. Correct. And when it comes to our purpose, if we have all that time back, that 40 hours plus to think about our purpose and how we're going to serve and how we're going to be the big ones, what does that allow us to then do once we have that energy back in our possession, once we have our time back? Wow. That's what it means to unplug from the Matrix. The whole process that you just described, I just saw the movie, The Matrix, where Neo is plugged into that battery chamber and... Morpheus was telling him the truth because he swallowed the blue pill, right? He chose to see the truth. And 
Morpheus was saying that humans are being used as energy resources to feed a system. So if you're comparing the job that you go into 40 hours a week, you're spending your energy there, you're plugged in there, you're paying with your energy, you're paying with your time to keep a company alive, to keep a system alive, to keep someone else's idea alive that you may not even resonate with. And when you let that go, you get your time back, you unplug, you get your energy back, you become sovereign again, you choose yourself and you choose a bigger plan for your life, trusting that God has a purpose for you and it may not be the job that you have, but it's going to require you to be courageous enough to plug out and to start thinking big again. And just for the record, I, I am not bashing on anyone that does have a job. If, Me neither. If that is something that you enjoy and that you feel good about and you enjoy having a job, fantastic. For me, I can't speak for everyone else, but for me, I could not have a job anymore at all. It, it, would, it would suck my soul. It would absolutely destroy my soul. Um, and I speak more for the people that probably are on that same vibrational scale that think in a similar way too, that think, okay, I am a big one. I have a big purpose. I'm here to do something bigger than myself. I need to build something that can benefit the lives of many people. Okay. But at the same time, Hey, look, if you know that you have a purpose and it's something like being the leader of your community or even just being the best mom that you can be or the best dad that you can be, that's enough. And that's also going to require time. If you want to be the best mom or the best dad, we spoke about this on our, yes. on our walk as well. Absolutely. It's going to require you to have time to be with your family. How do you think that you can be the best mom if you were tethered to working for a company for 50, 60 hours a week, you're going to be drained. You're not going to have a lot of energy to dedicate to your loved ones. So how much more of a better mom or dad could you be if you would have that time back? I think, I think in order for you to have your time back, you have to also be willing to give up control. Oh, 100%. And, 100%. And accept that, like, for example, you thank you for having a cleaner come back here again. I, we were doing the cleaning for this apartment for the last couple of months. And we did it. We did the holy work that we had to do. But in an ideal situation, I would not clean myself. That is a waste of my time. That is an absolute waste of my time. Someone else could do the same job for me at, with the same amount of energy. I am not the world's best cleaner. And I own that. And you had someone come in here yesterday, and I don't know about you, but it looks pretty clean to me. Good enough, as we say. Good enough. In order for us to have made that transition, though, we had to be able to give up that control and just say, hey, it is time to, for me to let this go. If I'm going to 10x, I have to get my time back somehow. Yeah, you need to be able to let go of doing things that you believe only you can do, even you don't want to do it. What I mean is, for example, my own parents, God bless them, <laughs> they taught me a very valuable lesson. 
I constantly saw them and observed them cleaning the house and spending so much time taking care of the house maintenances, doing groceries and cleaning the house, but they would not enjoy it. They would sometimes curse about it, get frustrated about it, and but they believed that they themselves had to do it. They at one point had a cleaner come in. Yeah. And why did they not continue with the cleaner? Because they said she doesn't do the job equally as good as them. It's not good enough. Is that the truth or is that? That's perception. Perception, mindset. And this goes back down to, again, what we've been talking about with purpose and, and everything. If, let's say, that cleaner, is it, was it that person's purpose to be a cleaner? We, it, what I'm saying here is this. We would ideally like to get into a, a reality or create through human consciousness, at, which I think is why we are doing these podcasts and we have started up liferivers.com. It is to encourage people to live their life purpose, to be in their zone of genius, because when you're in your zone of genius and you're doing what you enjoy and you're doing what you love, that creates a harmonious frequency and vibration. And that energy radiates through your, what's called a toroidal field around the human body. And that energy can then be picked up and vibrated and amplified throughout all of humanity. And what would that do to the vibration and consciousness of humanity as a whole when everyone is enjoying their life living a harmonious life, living with purpose, and living life in a peaceful way. I think today we see a lot of discord. Young kids shooting each other, lots of violence, media portraying war almost on a daily basis. But what if we change that narrative for ourselves and we didn't feed attention to those things, we didn't give our time to that discordant energy and we focused our energy on serving God's plan, on serving our purpose, on being the big ones that we came here to be. If all of us did that, if all of us focused on getting our time back and living our purpose and being so laser focused on that and being harmonious, what kind of effect would that have on the planet, on the technology that we create on, on in every aspect of the human experience? I don't think that we couldn't even imagine at this stage what that would be like. I, I hear, I hear some people now may say, well, that sounds all great. And I would love to be able to do that, to get my time back. But how are you going to do that? Let's say you're a single mom or you're a single dad and you got to put food on the table. You got to pay the freaking bills. How are you going to get your time back? Like you would have to really trust that a miracle is going to happen for you. You really have to be courageous and strong internally to give up control and to, as we say, let go, let God. And to, you need to have a lot of faith, I believe, when you're in a situation where it is about survival. Yes. And I have been in that situation. I grew up, as I mentioned with my story, I grew up with a single mom, the biological father, as my biological mother would say, 
your father abandoned us. And she would constantly be saying this. So it was just me and her. And she was working a job for the city of New York where she would get paid probably at best between 800 to 1,000 United States dollars every month. Now, that is not a lot of money. Even growing up in the 90s, when you pay bills and everything like this, probably at best, I don't know, maybe I'm even like going over what the number was. I can't, I don't know. Maybe it was even less than she was getting paid. But man, oh man, there were many times where I was hungry. I was 8, 9, 10, 11 years old, hungry at night, hungry. And there were times where I can remember the lights going out, cable going out having holes in my clothes, kids laughing at me. So I can remember all these things. And what I could say is the following. This is why it is important to understand financial literacy. This is why it is important to focus on your purpose. Because think about this. If my biological mother is an employee, she is giving 40 hours a week of her time to being an employee. If she got that time back to serving her purpose, maybe her purpose would pay her exponentially more. And right or wrong, using your mom as an example, she was a teacher and she got cancer. She got sick. Angels talked to her from the other side, said, hey, we're going to give you a second shot, but you got to live your purpose. She gets healthy, comes back, eventually years later, quits the teaching job, retires, and then starts living her purpose. Right or wrong, she said, I'm making more money now in less time than I ever was as a teacher. But how did she get there? She had to develop a high income skill, okay? The best way that I could put it is you need to develop a high skill purpose. So you need to work on your purpose, find whatever that purpose is for you, find whatever it is that makes you come alive, be exceptional at it, okay? Now I understand there are levels to this. Right. I'm speaking from the left side of the cash flow quadrant. The other side of the cash flow quadrant is to start a business, create a system, and then to invest in real estate and all these things. So, so there's different stages and categories to this. I don't think one is necessarily harder than the other, but you're asking, like, you're saying you're making the claim, okay, people are listening to this and they're saying, Yeah, that's all wishful thinking, Gabriel, but it's not possible for me because I am a single mom. I am this. I am doing this. And again, you have to become greater than your circumstances. You have to. And that's what it means to become a big one. So that means that you have to reinvent yourself. You have to become a different person. And for any single mom or single dad or whatever label you want to term yourself, whatever victim mentality you put yourself in, you have to become greater than your circumstance. Which means what? You have to 10x yourself. Yeah. You have to tell it yourself. That means you need to adopt a different mindset. You need to get different resources in terms of what do you feed your mind with. Um, education, literacy. You, you can self-teach yourself new information, new knowledge. What do you need to know? Who do you need to know in order to become the big one that you need to be to live your purpose? And that's what it means and that's why we're constantly speaking about the big ones. We're speaking about 10Xing yourself. We're speaking about living your purpose because it is all interconnected. You need to become the big one to get out of your limiting situations. You need to stretch yourself. You need to become the big one to embrace your true divine purpose. And that's going to require you to become 
the 10x version of yourself. So if you're listening and you're saying, oh, but I'm a single mom, I can't do that. You're saying that right now from a victim mentality. You're somehow feeling sorry for yourself, for the label that you give yourself, for being a single mom or single dad. And I'm saying this without judgment, but there is a way out. And that's why for anyone truly living their purpose, they have reinvented themselves beyond their limiting reality. For anyone truly scaling their purpose and living their purpose, each and every single one of them overcame the small version of themselves and 10x themselves by becoming a different person. And that's going to be required for anyone listening who is sincere about living their purpose. You cannot live your purpose by staying the same person that you are. It is impossible. Thank you for listening to the lifepurpose.com podcast. If you enjoy our content, I invite you to also join our free newsletter where we share exclusive content. Click the link in the description below or go directly to lifepurpose.com and sign up to our newsletter. And now back to the episode. What's coming to me right now to mention about the 10x concept, the main huge point is whenever you 10x, in order for you to successfully 10x, you must first really hear this. You have to first let go. A hundred percent. Oh my God. The letting go part is like the most important part of 10xing yourself. People may think, okay, you're talking about 10x, even myself sometimes included when I first heard you, Gabriel, speak about the 10x concept. Well, what does that even mean? But I came to realize that it is not so much about becoming 10x. It is about letting go of the little things in your life that don't serve you. That take up your time. That take up your time, that drain your energy, that keep you small. If you let go of that, you automatically 10x yourself. And that is so important for you to realize that 10xing yourself is not about more hard work on your table. No. No, it is about how much can you let go of your current reality that you're not happy with? How much can you let go of food that doesn't serve you? How much can you let go of environments, people, relationships, situations, thought patterns, um, habits, etc., that you know are not serving your greater good? Cut it out of your life. Let it go. And you automatically will soar like a balloon. Exactly. But you need to let go of the weight. Exactly. You saw like a butterfly even. Yes. And to add on to what you were saying about this is, you know, if if someone is saying, okay, well, I'm st still, I, I still think you're full of shit. <laughs> you know, look at and start becoming financially literate and understand how to create your own financial statements and read financial statements and understand what your liabilities are what your expenses are and what your cash flow is okay and this is something that we started learning a few years ago and we're now making more of a dedicated effort this year in particular to really 10x our financial literacy and committing ourselves to improving our cash flow significantly so that we can 10x lifepurpose.com and, and everything else that we're doing but in the process of understanding financial literacy and becoming financially literate and dedicating yourself to this practice 
so that you can have your time back and you can have your freedom and do the things that you actually enjoy to do, look at what are the things that you are spending your energy, your money on, your cash on, that is putting you in a negative cash flow balance at the end of the month. So for example, let's say you are, let's say you, you work a job and you make like 3K a month, right? Let's, let's be even super generous and say that's 3K like after taxes, okay? And then you pay like $1,000 in rent and then you pay 500 in food and then you pay whatever miscellaneous. Look at the miscellaneous. Look at the miscellaneous. Look at the things that you're spending money on. Are you spending money on, let's say like uh, concerts, drinks, going to the bar, entertaining people that you don't give a shit about, spending money on things that you know that you shouldn't be spending money on, but you have inside of you some type of like a shopaholic kind of habit or response when you get stressed and you need to go, you know, to the store and, and, and buy money on things that you don't even care about. You know, I'm saying this because I know people like that. I know someone in particular, I know of someone in particular where she had a, a pretty good profession and what she would do is she would spend a significant portion of money on clothes. She had a she had a whole closet full of clothes with the tag still on it. Never used it. Yeah. Look at where you're spending your money. Look at where your cash is flowing. Is it flowing into your pocket or is it flowing out of your pocket? Do you have assets? Assets that put cash into your pocket? How can you acquire assets that put cash into your pocket that can give you back your time so that you can replace that job? replace that 40 hours, get back your 40 hours, and then do the thing that you are called to do here. And this is the importance of the 10X concept and the path that we especially are on right now and what we are focusing our energy on talking about. 10X is, it's, a, it's going through a transformation, a mental transformation. Everything that we've been talking about on LifePurpose.com, it's all about a mental transformation. It's all about shifting your perspective, your perception. What is your perception of reality? What is your perception of yourself? And how can you, in your mind, using your energy, using your infinite God power, if you believe that you are a creator of the universe, how are you going to use your energy to conjure up the strength, the power within you, Awakening the giant within you to do whatever it is you came here to do, to do what makes you happy. <laughs> Perfect example. Last year, last year, your mother had a great year in terms of career success because she was tapped into a certain feeling and she was able to get more clients in a short span of time using that feeling, using the thought using the power of her mind and the feeling that she felt that frequency than at any other point in her entire career as a, as a spiritual healer. How did she do that? What was she focused on? It's all in the mind. You can tap into any feeling within yourself. You can tap into the love feeling. You can tap into the wealth feeling. You can tap into feeling your best every single day, just by using your focus, your attention, your thoughts, your mindset. I would highly encourage anyone that's still listening to 
get those two books, The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone and 10X is Easier Than 2X by Dan Sullivan and Benjamin Hardy. In 10X is Easier Than 2X, Dan Sullivan, a successful entrepreneur, he has his own consulting company for entrepreneurs that he helps entrepreneurs. And this guy takes off 150 days a year. He takes off almost half the year from working. So he's not working. He's got a whole team of people doing the work for him. They're getting compensated well for it, I hope. But this guy is able to take all that time off and he's able to come back to his business and it's still working. That's what we're talking about here. That's the 10X. And it doesn't even have to be that you necessarily have a business per se where you have you know, a whole massive team of employees, but something where you have a sustainable source of passive income or several streams of passive income, that would be the smarter thing to do. And to leverage that for your time. And not only that, but the 10X is also to 10X your happiness, your well-being, the things that matter to you most in life. And so I'm going to leave this podcast. I feel like it's time to wrap up. But the last things I'll say about this is to think about where are you 2Xing your life? So where are you working super hard, okay? And it feels like you're pushing a lot of weight uphill versus where are you 10Xing where everything seems effortless and simple? How can you model the 10X into the 2X? How can you let go of the 2X and adopt the 10X? Can you give an example of 2X and 10X? We could give an example of lifepurpose.com. Yeah. So perfect example, lifepurpose.com. 2X would be to continue on as we're doing, which is we create two podcast recordings a week. We do two blog posts a week. We do two newsletters a week. And on top of that, I work weekends to write and create the, the digital magazine that we talked about creating. That alone sounds exhausting. But on top of which, you now have to email people and get interviews and then schedule the interviews and then you edit the YouTube videos and then you publish the YouTube. That's 2X. You do it all by yourself, basically. It's just the two of us and we're doing that. And how does that, uh, how does that itself feel to you? It feels like death. And I already told you from the beginning, like, hey, look, I know we took ayahuasca and we said, she showed us all of these things and I'm sure it will happen, but not if we're two axing. 100% it's not going to happen if we're two axing. And I just want to chime in. One of the main messages I got from ayahuasca was don't get lost in the details. Yeah, exactly. So this is, this is really important. So that's two X. Okay. That is two X. It's being impatient. It's wanting to rush everything. It's wanting to do all the work. It's, it's having the mindset of, I cannot hire someone else to do it because I don't trust them. They're not going to do the work as good as me and whatever stories you're conjuring up in your head. 10X is saying, fuck it. This person is going to give me back my time. It's going to be good enough. It's going to be good enough. Hire a specialist if you have the financial resources that can do it exceptionally well, but otherwise... Get your time back. You need your time back. Your time is infinitely more important than the amount of money you have. Because with more time, you can figure out how to make more money. You can get and improve your skills. You can become more valuable. You can gain more knowledge and insight that you can then leverage. That's the importance of having your time back. 
That's the importance of not being confined to a 2x way of thinking, okay? And you'll know if you're 2x, if you're being like, if you're working incredibly hard and then you're thinking, man, I can't work any harder than this. And even then, that's 2x right there. It's thinking you have to work harder. It's thinking you have to work longer. It's thinking you have to put in more hours. That is 2x. 10x is being like, okay, I'm actually going to cut the amount of hours that I work by 50 to 80%. How much can I let go? How much can I let go and outsource everything? 2x is I'm already working 200, 300 days out of the year. I need to work the whole year, seven days a week. 10x is I'm actually only going to work 100 days in total this year. And I'm going to make double the amount of money and I'm going to have produced the same amount of work that I was producing and it's going to be good. That's the difference. And that's a stretch for a lot of people. But do ask yourself, where are you 2xing in your life and where do you need to 10x? And this goes the same thing with relationships. Do you have a whole handful of friends that you do not give a shit about and feel connected to? In the book, 10x is easier than 2x. Benjamin Hardy was mentioning a story about a guy who was a chain smoker. So this guy had a habitual, he was addicted to cigarettes. And he tried doing like the, the, the nicotine patches to, to you know, uh, to quit the addiction, to quit the habit. Nothing was working. But then he found something that worked. You know what worked for him? You know how he actually quit smoking cigarettes? He let go of all his friends. Hmm. Habit by association. So he said, the, the cigarette smoker said, I had to look at this carefully. All of my friends smoked cigarettes and I, it was painful, but all I had to do was let go of all my friends and get new friends that didn't smoke cigarettes. Because when I was around my friends that smoked cigarettes, I'd want to smoke cigarettes. So by eliminating all the people that I was around and I was around healthy people that didn't smoke cigarettes and didn't like to smoke cigarettes, I developed that habit. And who said that? I think it was Jim Rohn. You are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. Get it? So if you hang around people that complain all the time or that gossip all the time, you're going to be a gossiper. If you hang around dreamers and big ones, you're going to be a big one or a dreamer. If you hang around traitors all the time, you're going to be a traitor. If you hang around drug addicts, I don't know if you're going to be a drug addict. I don't know. But that would be likely to follow. So you're the average of who you spend time with. So relationships is important. Where can you 10x your relationships for your health and well-being? fitness are you doing crazy silly things that are not going to actually produce the physical results that you want are you eating the dunkin donuts are you eating the twinkies do you need to be on an all fruit diet or an all veggie diet where do you need to let go what foods do you need to let go of to improve your health because i get I, I was a personal trainer so i'm telling you from years of experience it's very simple you want to get in really good shape it's actually not so much the working out. It's like 90% the diet, what you put into your mouth. The 10% is easy. Do multi-joint movements, do lots of push-ups, squats, sprint. You know, do that three to five times a week. Do it consistently. Don't make excuses. Do cold plunges. Take care of yourself. Get good sleep. But it's the diet. That's the real thing. You can't, you can't outwork a bad diet. Who are you getting your financial education information from? 
where can you 10x with that? Are you working three, four jobs that are sucking your life out versus can you 10x let go of all those jobs but one and see where you can actually maybe move into the sales department of that job? You know what I'm saying? Like if you want to really have limitless income and you are on the east side, right? You're on the left side of the cash flow quadrant, sales. How do you sell yourself? It is, these things are very, very simple. And I know that it's not just easy as saying, oh, you know, there's only but so many sales positions. Well, then motherfucker, figure it out. Figure it out. If you have your own practice, you're doing sales. You're doing marketing. You are the brand. You got to do all that stuff. If you're working by yourself, if you're an energetic healer, if you're a masseuse, if you're a chiropractor, whatever you are that you're working for yourself and you are building clients, where are you 2Xing and where are you 10Xing? 2Xing is handling all the lead generation, the sales, the handling of the actual client, paperwork, the legal, the finances, everything. That's 2X. 10X is, okay, what are all the things that I absolutely hate doing? How can I outsource all that? Even if, let's say, you hired another chiropractor to work with you, can you give up half of those hours so that you're not constantly working? Pay them a fee. You retain maybe a percentage of whatever sessions they, they do. Get your time back. Work on what's the most important. What's the 10x that you need to work on? Is it the marketing? Is it the sales? What is it? Is it building the business? Is it, is it, is it working on the numbers? Is it getting more money, more cash, more cash flowing? How is that going to contribute to your life purpose? This morning, uh, for the last week, I've been listening to another book. It's called Grit by Angela Duckworth. Grit. And the concept of the book is this. It doesn't matter how talented you are. It doesn't matter how smart you think you are. None of that matters. What matters is, are you able to endure? Are you able to consistently get your ass kicked, in essence, and continuously go back. So in the example of trading, trading is a notoriously hard profession to master. And there is a reason, I absolutely get it. There is a reason why at least 95% of people that do start trading quit. I have been fortunate enough to continue on my trading journey for the last years. And we had a team of people and then they wound up not continuing on with us. What I have seen is the following. All that matters is your willingness to continue on even when you are not seeing the progress of the results. If you are just starting out a, a workout routine and you're out of shape, you've got no muscle tone, you have to be able to go and exercise, eat the foods that you know you should be eating, the veggies, the fruits, drinking the water, staying away from the sugar drinks, staying away from the alcohol, and committing to that for as long as it takes until you see the results. And that requires a lot of faith. That requires trust. To know that the actions that you're taking is actually going to get you to the end result of where you need to be. And so grit is having the vision for whatever that is, that goal is that you're trying to attain, that you're, you're through realizing, you're manifesting, having faith and trust in that vision. So if God gave you a vision for your purpose, do you have trust and do you have faith? that that visual manifest, are you able to continuously write the blog posts, continuously create the content, continuously create the, do the push-ups, whatever it is, 
until the results have manifest, even during the times where it seems like nothing is growing. So grit is basically talking about being consistent. It's your determination and it's your consistency, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's the consistency that creates the consistence, the matter. Consistence is another word of saying matter. If you, so if you're consistent in pursuing your dream, in pursuing a manifestation, that consistency, that grid will create the consistency. Absolutely. The matter. That is absolutely correct. Last week, when I had asked you, what did you learn from the break about you know, taking time off to reflect on your purpose. And you mentioned God's plan. And if you want to make, you said something about like, if you want to make God laugh or smile, have a plan. And I told you, I disagree with that because who gave you the plan to begin with? And I, I strongly believe that what we're working on is the plan that has been given to us by God. God has given us the vision to do lifepurpose.com. Now we must have grit and we must have determination to fulfill our purpose. And if we take one step in that d direction, if we consistently show up, what kind of effect is that going to have? And we're already seeing it with the analytics, gaining new subscribers, uh, downloads, subscribers to the newsletter, downloads to the podcast, people reading the blog posts. There are people from all over, from all six continents, from not all, there's seven continents. I know there's seven continents, but I'm saying six of the seven continents. Do we have six? Yes. Antarctica, <laughs> but I'm excluding Antarctica. So we've got North America. Well, they're all well, whatever. But what I'm saying is we've got people tuning in from six of the seven continents on a frequent basis at this stage. And we've been doing this for six, seven months. So what I'm saying with this is it takes grit. It, it takes consistency. Yes, it takes consistency. 10X is not an overnight process. It is a process of grit. It is a process of letting go. It's a process of refining. It's a process of removing everything that is not the truth of who you truly are so that you are able to creatively express yourself in the fullness of who you truly are. And in the process of doing that, what is required? You need your time. Okay, you need the resources to be the fullest expression, to be the most actualized version of yourself. That's what I'm saying. So the big takeaway message for you, big one, is the following. Look at where you have been 2x in your life and look at where you have 10x. Where have you let go? And in the process of letting go, you've been blessed with something, a completely new life. Yeah. Okay. What were those moments and how can you replicate those moments now? If you are 2xing in the health and fitness, if you're 2xing in, in finances, if you're 2xing in relationships, where can you 10x? How would you do that? You need to get your time back. You need to get your health back. Okay. Ty Lopez, a YouTuber. I haven't watched his content in a while, but it came to me, hey, we look up his content about health, wealth, love, and happiness. He talks about these like four pillars of, of what it means to live the good life. That's what he calls it, living the good life. And there's four things that we have control, well, for the most part, that we have control over that we need to really focus on. Health, wealth, love, and happiness. These are the essentials. Everything else is outsourceable. No one else is going to take care of my financial future but me. 
No one else is going to make sure that I'm financially stable and retired when I'm old, when I'm an old fart, but me. No one is going to do the push-ups, you know? No one is going to do the push-ups for me, but me. These things are super important. So you got to figure out what matters to you in your life, who matters to you in your life, and cut out the 95% of the people that don't matter. Cut out the, if you have 10 friends and you only really hang out with two, there's your answer. Get rid of the eight, free up your time, focus, 10 acts where you need to. And when it comes to your life purpose, it's the same thing. It's the same exact thing. Where are you two Xing and your purpose? As I was sitting on that couch, listening to Grit by Angela Duckworth, it came to me, wow, the habits that I have here, I could literally apply this to anything that I do. The, ha the, the things that I do every single day, if I apply that to anything, I can be elite level, but it takes time. Why? Because you have to consistently do this over and over and over again. Yes. It is about keeping the consistency at the right energy in school. And we had cooking lessons five hours every week. This is coming up right now to share. We had, this year we were introduced to making cakes and tarts. And my cooking teacher was telling me, Hema, the consistency of that cake is not right. You need more flour. You need more eggs. The dough consistency is not gonna get the cake that you want. You need more of this. You need less of this. You need a little breeze of that ingredient, but you need to cut out all the other stuff. Otherwise, you're not gonna have the cake that you want. So it is about the fine tuning of the right ingredients that will give you the end result that you desire, the masterpiece. And just like with that cake, if you stick to the recipe and you don't overdo things, you don't add too much or too little, and you're just in the right lane, you're just in the right balance, and you do it once and it works, keep doing it again, again, and again, and again. And if you know it works, if you know that it produces the master cake that you want, stop changing the recipe. Like, yes, experiment in the beginning. It took me some time to get the right cake. It took me maybe three to five tries to actually get the perfect cake. But I was messing up three to five times because I added one egg too much or I added 20 grams of flour too little. But that made all the difference in my end result until I got the consistency of the dough right and I knew the recipe and then I was just consistently doing it over and over and over again to continuously get the perfect consistency of the cake. And today you, if you truly wanted to, I believe truly that you could open up your own bakery or shop because you make some very extraordinary foods and you're very creative. And you don't look at recipes or cookbooks. You, you Not anymore. You can think about skill now where you can literally think of it. You can receive the vision for like, okay, I just add this, 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 and you make it. I know. And it is fantastic. I literally just see the picture of the dish. And then I know exactly what ingredients to use to make it look exactly the way I see it in my mind. And while I wouldn't say that that's necessarily your purpose, but think about how can you apply that skill to your purpose? What ingredients are you going to need for your purpose, big one? 
what do you need to remove? What do you need to add in? How long do you need to prepare it for? How long does it need to cook for? When is it ready? When is your dish going to be ready? And the ingredients, the metaphor of the cake and the ingredients of egg, flour, sugar for the cake, apply that to your purpose. We're talking about who you are as a person, your character, the people that you are around, the environment, the surroundings, your mindset, your energy, the things that you focus on consistently, the things that you do consistently, your habits, your rituals, everything that you are consistently everything that you be consistently, everything that you say consistently, everything that you think consistently, it's going to create a result. You have to have faith and trust though. And for your purpose, have faith and trust in God's vision. God gave you that plan. God gave me that vision for a reason. Last week, you said something about how, you know, you feel like we're going away from our plan or our vision that, you know, we receive. And I'm saying, no, I think God is saying, hey, guys, you did such a great job, but here's a, a way to make it even easier. And now I'm ready for you guys to 10x. And here's what it's going to take. You can't be in the 2x pot anymore. You got to be in the 10x pot. And in the 10x pot, once again, the same process applies for an actual plant. When you repot a plant, if you've ever repotted a plant, you know, there's a period where if you do that, the plant looks like it's dying or something like this because it's in a new environment. Have you ever seen this? I've seen this, where like you repot a plant and it's like, it's vibrant and it's healthy and it, it likes its, it likes its environment, it's plant, it's pot. And then you replant it. And then all of a sudden the next day it's like droopy. Yes. It takes a couple of days for it to adjust to its new environment, to its new home. Wow. And that's exactly the same thing for us for 10Xing. Right. And you're going to feel that also in your in your energy level at times when you go through like a growth spurt, you may feel drained, you may feel overwhelmed, you may feel confused, you may feel like your mind is freaking out, but that's you <laughs> literally up-leveling and growing. And I'm feeling that right now. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the LifePurpose.com podcast. If you found this episode valuable, share it with someone that you know needs to hear this. And until next time on the LifePurpose.com podcast.